Hey, come on. Good morning, Go Church family. How you feel today? You feel good? You look great. Love you guys so much. Love you. Thank God for you. It is an honor to be together today here at our South Metro Atlanta campus. This is our broadcast campus. Full room here today, and that's always a joy to see so many familiar faces, a lot of new faces. Many of you probably know this, but we're one church, multiple locations, so we've got all of you crazy, dysfunctional people in this room. Come on, make some noise. That's all, y'all. Then on the west side of Atlanta, we love and thank God for our campus there in partnership with City of Refuge. God bless you this morning. Then in Montgomery County, Maryland, we greet all of you 700 miles from here. We say good morning to you, everybody online. This is how we say it, wherever you are, whoever you are, wherever you're watching from, God bless you, we greet you. Come on, can we put our hands together, church family, greet one another today, come on. Good. Let me show some love to the men and women that serve in the military and all of our first responders. This is just a moment of appreciation and gratitude for your sacrifice and, and selfless service of the way that you continue to put your life on the line to serve and protect ours. It's just a big part of our heart to say thank you. And so whatever campus you're out to, at today, military, men and women, first responders, put your hand up real quick. I want everybody else to go crazy. Come on, can you thank these men and women? God bless you. Thank 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 you. Come on, five more seconds. God bless you. Thank you. Right here. Very good. You know, I don't, I don't want to ever dominate a conversation here, but I, I do just want to say to my mom, who is watching online today, just how much I love you. And um, her husband, Graham, went to be with the Lord this week. And uh, yeah, it's been a tough week for our family. And, and we love Pops and we will forever miss him. But mom, and I know I got family that's sitting in the living room, your living room, watching this message. I just want to tell you, I love you. Uh, I'm proud of you. And I thank God for you, mama. So one of the hardest parts in this whole process is seeing you grieve. Um, but you are a Rizba. And if you don't know who Rizba is in the Bible, go read about her. You are a woman of strength, and you set an example even in how you grieve. So for those of you that maybe you walked into a campus today and you're going through some stuff and life is heavy for you, listen to me. We do not grieve like those who have no hope. Our hope is in Jesus. Can you thank God for his grace and mercy? So I love you, Mama. All right, today is Vision Sunday. I want to pray for you. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Let's just take about 10 seconds here and refocus our focus, put our attention on the Lord, and then I'll pray for us after about 10 seconds of just uh, silence, if you will, and then we'll jump into the conversation today. Thank you, Jesus. Ah, sweet Holy Spirit. We worship you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. God, I, th I thank you uh, for the opportunity to stand on this platform and to share the truth of your word, the gospel of Jesus Christ, which that message, that word never returns void. Lord, it's my heart that in any message that is ever preached from this platform here in the ministry of Go Church, that it always points back to Jesus. Uh, if we're talking about Vision Sunday, if we're talking about, you know, keys to keeping our family together, if we're talking about managing finances, it doesn't matter the conversation. May we always point people to Jesus because you're the one that changes everything. So, Lord, I pray that today that you would get all of the glory and you would get all of the honor. I say this often. It's not my desire to be 
a famous pastor, if that's any pastor's heart, may you convict them. I don't want to be known. I want you to be known. I don't want to be seen. I want you to be seen, Jesus. So may your cross go before us today. And as we talk about Vision Sunday and all the great things that you're doing and all the great things that you have done here at Go Church, may you get the honor, you get the praise, you get the glory. It's not about Kimberly and I as the leaders. It's about you as the shepherd. So Jesus, I pray that you're honored today. Touch your people. And may they be... May they be inspired, may they be encouraged, and may themselves leave with fresh vision for their life. All right, in the name of the Father who loves us, the Son who gave his life for us, and the Holy Spirit who lives within us. And the whole church said amen and amen. Let's take 10 seconds here wholeheartedly. Can we love on Jesus together? Come on. Oh, come on. Somebody praise God for his faithfulness, his goodness. It is Vision Sunday, and I'm excited to share with you so many great things that God has done at Go Church and is doing. Uh, but I do want to recognize my wife today. Who, she's in tears on the front row. Come on now. It's been a, a, a rough week for our family. But yesterday was Kimberly's birthday. Yesterday was Kimberly's birthday. And so uh, I just want to brag on her for 20 seconds here. But what a tremendous privilege it is to have a first lady like you, one that prays like you do, cares like you do, loves as deeply as you do. Every person in this church is impacted because of who you are, Kimberly, and we're all better. You've never met a stranger, and you've never had an enemy, and a lot of these people can't say that about themselves, so you are special, you are called, you are anointed, and this whole church loves you. So would you just love on your first lady? Come on. Happy birthday. All right, it'll get to her head. It'll get to her head. All that to happen. Whenever we talk about vision at Go Church or whenever we're having this conversation about vision, I always define vision as the ability to see clearly. Um, how many of you, whether you're in this room or at another campus, you are blessed like I am to wear glasses or contacts? Come on, let me see your hand. Hey, keep your hand up for a minute. I can't see you anyway, but we're a special. We're a special group, aren't we? The Lord blessed us with something extra special. Now, all of us have the decision, if we have, you know, impaired vision of some degree, to, to either choose the route of contacts or glasses. I pick glasses for one very simple reason. I just can't touch my eye. I'm just going to be honest. Like anybody like that, like I try to touch my eye, my eye starts twitching, and I just can't. So I just wear glasses. But what contacts do or what glasses do is they can take impaired vision and correct the vision to have perfect vision, to see clearly. Uh, this week while I was with my family, I was in the Philippines for a while and then left the country of the Philippines early to be with my family uh, through, you know, just the, the, the situation that we walked through. My sister and I were at the, the dining room table at my mom's house and, and we were comparing, like, our disabilities and who, who can see worse than the other. Come on, like, and you know you're getting old when you're, when you're trying to one-up somebody with your physical ailments or your problems, you know. Uh, but I put her glasses on, and in that moment, I determined that she's way more blind than I am. But whenever you put your contacts in, whenever you put your glasses on, all of a sudden, you, you can see the world a, a whole lot more clear. And that's what, that's what fresh vision does. And the Bible talks about this. I think almost every Vision Sunday, I've given you this verse, Proverbs 29 18. Later on, we'll revisit this verse in the message translation. But the Bible says this, that where there is no vision, the people perish. And so today I'm going to give you a lot of vision. 
Because whether this is your very first time, you know, visiting Go Church, or you've been here from day one, you're sitting in a church family that has a lot of vision. And so today is going to be very, very informational. I got a lot of save the dates for you because I want you to take a step in discipleship, and I don't want you to miss anything that's happening this year at Go Church. So there'll be a lot of information. But I also hope that at some point, whether through a point of bragging on your church family or through some points at the end of the conversation that you feel some inspiration to. I don't want today just to be all heavily informational. I want today to be inspirational, where you understand the importance of having the ability to see clearly in your own life the meaning and the purpose and the plan of God as to why you exist, because without vision, you'll perish. You'll, you'll, You'll wander aimlessly. And so I want you to be inspired and have some info as well. Now, Go Church, you can't, you can't drive onto a Go Church campus and not, not get very far without seeing, feeling, or hearing, or experiencing the vision of the house. Let's say this together as a church family. You ready? One, two, three. To love anyone from anywhere and to a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. That's the vision. It's who we are. We just love people. It doesn't matter your background. It doesn't matter your, your church history. Uh, we don't define you by socioeconomic class. We don't look at gender. Race does not matter. If you are a person, we love you the way that God loves you. Can I get an amen from that? Like, we love anyone from anywhere. Politics, we set aside. We just love you. We love you because God loves you. He created you. And so that's, that's the vision. That's who we are. And so today, again, a lot of info, a lot of inspiration But I don't ever want you to forget that you're a part of a church that's got a great vision just to love. Another way we say this is we just want to love people to life. Have you ever said to somebody, I love you to death? Stop saying that. Stop saying that because it makes it sound like you want them to die. Like, I'm going to love you till you die. Now, let's love people to life. And where is real life found? Only in a relationship with Jesus. Can you say amen? Come on, that's good. All right, take your phone out. Take some pictures. Here's some save the dates or write these down because I don't want you to miss any of it. Next Sunday, we're going to start a six-week series called The God of Miracles. Um, I'll show you a little bit more in a moment where we got this whole theme of The God of Miracles from. Um, I think that you'll be happy to know that I'm not preaching next Sunday. And you'll be proud to know that it's my father-in-law, the bishop of the house, Pastor Alan Matura, is going to kick off this whole series, all right, The God of Miracles. And each week in the six weeks, we're going we're gonna to point you towards uh, March the 19th. A couple of weeks ago, during, as, as a matter of fact, it was during our 21 days of prayer and fasting, the Holy Spirit spoke to my heart and said, set aside the last day in this series and declare it to be Miracle and Healing Sunday at Go Church. So if you need a healing, if you need a miracle, if you know somebody that needs a healing or a miracle in their life, God can do it today. Can I get an Amen. But we're going to be specific about the 19th of March, allowing that to be a day of miracles and healings. It's going to happen. I believe it with great faith. Now, this this whole series and then leading up to Miracle and Healing Sunday is because towards the end of last year, I always pray for a word for the year. Does anybody else do that? You pray, just God, give me a word. So the word that the Lord gave me this year was based out of Psalm 77, 14. Uh, During our 21 days, many of you kind of lock this into memory. But here's what the Bible says. You are the God who performs miracles. You display your power among the peoples. And so we're declaring 2023 to be the year 
of God's miracles. So we're going to walk through a number of different miracles that happened in the Bible and how those miracles, if they happen then, they can happen today for you. And then the, the 19th of March will end on uh, the Healing and Miracles Sunday gathering. Isn't that great? All right, you know this, but our heart in this house is for the, the next generation. Research and statistics show that between the ages of 4 and 14 are the most formative years for children and adolescents and teenagers. Physically, uh, socially, emotionally, spiritually. Like they're just the most formative years. And I know that you know this. This isn't something to say to, to get a, a response or to warn an amen, although it's true. But the enemy is after our sons and daughters. And the enemy is after your grandsons and your granddaughters. So at Go Church, that's why you always hear like what we do with Go Kids and with Go Youth. We don't babysit. We don't have time to babysit. The enemy is seeking whom he may devour, and he's after this generation. And so we place a heavy emphasis of discipleship on the next generation. So if you ever, you know, allow your, your children or grandchildren to be a part of Go Kids or Go Youth, you can guarantee, come on somebody, that they're going to get Jesus and, and the, the curriculum and the conversation. Uh, we, we may give them candy. That's all right. Come on, that's okay. But we're going to give them Jesus more than candy. So in our conversations throughout last year, we felt this burden to really take a step further in discipling middle school students. How many of you have a middle schooler either in your home or a grandson, granddaughter, um, a many of you? So this middle school is primarily 6th, 7th, and 8th grade. So what we're going to launch at our South Metro Atlanta campus in two Sundays from today and then hopefully we'll launch this ministry at our other locations as well over time is what we're calling the 678 Middle School Gathering. This is going to happen every Sunday starting in two weeks during the 1145 a.m. gathering at our broadcast campus. This again is specific for children in 6th, 7th, and 8th grade. It's age-specific for the room and, and the environment, and it's age-specific in curriculum. How many of you know we can't do enough to disciple our middle school students. So we're not, now on Sunday at our campus here, we're going to have Go Kids, which happens at all of our campuses. And then we'll also have the 678 gathering for middle school students. Are you excited about that? I think it's great. So let's get them plugged in. Come on. So that means some of you families, listen, some of you families in this gathering at this campus, you're going to have to shift to the later gathering so that your children or grandchildren can be a part of this. It's going to be powerful and it's going to be life-changing. Okay, let me give you another save the day. Anybody ever heard of Charlotte Gamble? Anybody heard of Charlotte Gamble? She's going to be here at Go Church on Sunday, March 26. Author of over 16 books, uh, global preacher and communicator. This is a fiery woman of God. And if you don't know who she is or if you don't know about her ministry, make sure you go online. Check out the old YouTube. Come on, somebody, all right? Check out YouTube. You can listen to some of her sermons. Uh, our campus that day at all of our locations will be packed when people find out that Charlotte Gamble is going to be here. Tremendous woman of God, and it's going to be a great day. All right, let me, let me, I got I to gotta hurry. Watch this. Take a picture of this. Easter on April the 9th, all right, so make plans now. Where's all my ladies at? You go, girl. Come on, you go, girl. The women's conference, April 28th and 29th. All the fellas said, yeah, come on, man up. It's happening June 9th and 10th. Uh, our deeper nights of revival, this is a three-night revival that we do at the at the end of July, 1st of August. And uh, listen, if you don't want to be prayed for and, and you don't want people lifting their hands, you don't want people shouting, stay home during the revival nights, all right? 
But if you just want to like, you want to go deep in the Lord, come on out to the revival. It's going to be powerful. And then uh, all the married and engaged couples, we've got the His and Hers Marriage Conference towards the end of September. So a lot of things happening. I want to make sure you save the dates because how many of you know the year is going to go by like that? So one way that you can stay connected is we're launching on March 1 a brand new website. Brand new website. Much more mobile friendly than the current website. Uh, so mygochurch.com, in a couple of weeks this will roll out. I've seen a number of the revisions of the website. It's, it's stunning. It's fantastic, user-friendly, and, and, and. So you can make sure to check out the new website. And there you can RSVP for events. You can save the dates, sign up for groups, uh, give if, if you desire to do so, and, 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 all right? All right, let me talk about our campus in Maryland for a moment. Uh, that campus has been meeting in a movie theater since August of 2014. That means that for the last eight years, more than eight years, they've been portable. So unlike us at this campus in Westside, we walk into a room that's already set up. Every Sunday, a team of volunteers and the staff, they show up early to the movie theater, and they set up, and then after the gatherings, they tear down. Now, that's been a blessing just to have a place to meet, but we felt like it was time for them to get their own home. Can you say amen? So, good Lord willing and the creek don't rise. Come on now. On Easter Sunday, they're going to get a permanent home. Come on, somebody. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. So, a couple years ago, we, we were able to purchase a, an old church building. And uh, over the last couple of weeks, we've begun tremendous renovation on, on that location. Um, we're, we're not only relocating and remodeling, but we're also relaunching. So we're broadening the scope of ministry. We'll no longer refer to them as the Germantown campus. They'll now be known as the Montgomery County, Maryland campus. Or if you're from up that way, MoCo. That's what they call it, the MoCo campus. And so you can see a few pictures of construction that's already happening. Lord, I pray for the general contractor. I pray for the subs. Come on, in Jesus' name, let them work and work hard. We're paying them a lot of money. Get to work. Tomorrow's Monday morning. Show up in Jesus' name. And I'll tell you this too, that was a real prayer by the way. <laughs> Y'all thought I was just playing around like, Lord touch them in Jesus' name. Now this project is going to cost a, a few hundred thousand dollars from start to finish. And I just want to say thank you to all of you who give because we're able to relocate, remodel, and relaunch with no debt. Come on in Jesus' name. Oh, come on. No debt. Debt free, baby. So... Really, really proud of Pastor Eric and the team there. And of course, you know, this year we launched our West Side Atlanta campus. Really proud of that campus and, and the team there, Pastor Lisa. So God's doing great things, okay? All right, you ready for a little inspiration too? That's inspirational. But let me, let me show you some wins from 2022. And uh, let's, let's get crazy. All right, 1,060 people said yes to Jesus last year. Come on. Oh, come on, all of heaven is rejoicing. 1,060 people, come on. 96 people baptized in water. 240 people completed all four steps of move track. 101 children were dedicated to the Lord. 1,076 people participated in a small group. 42 total serve day projects happened. 457 people served at those serve day projects. And $492,000 was given to outreach and missions in 2022. Oh, come on, church, let's go. So every year uh, we provide for you what we call an annual impact report. 
And so all you have to do right now is you can take out your smartphone, you can scan the QR code, it'll send you right to the website uh, to, to take a look at the impact from 2022. If you miss it in this moment, it's available online and on the app. And I'm just going to encourage you because it will be an encouragement to you to just read through the pages of this impact report. It's actually very, very hard, even as we edited the impact report, not to be overwhelmed with gratitude and emotion. And just to say to you, and I want everybody to hear the heart of your pastor, thank you. God bless you for your faithfulness. It's because of your, genuinely, it's because of your generosity that 1,060 people said yes to Jesus. Because you give. Now, you don't know all these people until you get to heaven. And then we get to them and be like, you went to Go Church? What campus? What gathering? Oh, girl, I did too. That pastor, he's so cool. <laughs> you, you ain't, you ain't going to say that, and that's fine. But. So download the impact report. Go through the pages. You, you can share the link with family and friends and coworkers. So if you just want to brag on your church a little bit, give them the impact report and see all the things that God has done. Now, one of the things in the impact report, we'll talk about the, the, the legacy offering. Okay, so if you're new to Go Church and legacy or legacy offering is new language to you, go back online, check out the, the most recent series that we did uh, in the month of November called Legacy. You'll get an idea pretty quickly of what legacy is. One time a year, we take up a special legacy offering. And then 100% of the money that's received is redistributed or invested or st we steward with integrity into five different legacy lanes. I'm not going to unpack all of that now. Just go back and watch the series, okay? And so the first time that we ever did a legacy offering, again, only special offering we do, and we give 100% of that back to the five lanes. In 2020, during a pandemic, come on, you gave $166,172. Then in 2021, you all said, well, I'm going to give more. And so you gave $264,643.55. And that's how you have to say 55. It's 55 cents, all right? Now, by a show of hands, how many of you think you gave more than that in 2022? All right, if you're like me and you have a little faith, in the beginning, I was like, I don't know if we can bring in more than that. Economy, inflation, you know, Chinese balloons floating around. Like, I don't know, like, what's going on in the world? Come on, somebody. All, all we needed with that balloon was just one good redneck. Come on. <laughs> Would have fixed all that. Well, what's going on in America? Let's get you. Somebody say balloon in the sky. All right. Anyway, 2020, 2021, 2022. Drum roll, please. Come on, drum roll, please. 322,000. Oh, come on. If you're going to clap right now, it's the best time to give God the praise. Come on. $506.48. Come on, 10 seconds here. Let's go. Come on. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. Ooh, man. Wow. I'll tell you this really, really quick. Uh, one person that found out about this offering, they made a quick joke, and they were just joking, like, wow, Pastor JC, now you can take your vacation or whatever. And, man, I rebuked them fast. So that, to me, that's not funny. Because a lot of you come from a background where you've been misled by spiritual leadership. And maybe for the first time ever, you've trusted in a pastor or in a church so when I say that we're going to do something, I'm going to stand before God one day. And I may not be afraid of you, but I'm afraid of him. Okay, 100% of this is going back into the five legacy lanes. And I'm, now I'm going to share with you some of the areas, and I can't share all of them just because we don't have time. 
uh, but I'll tell you about an opportunity here more in just a moment. But anyway, let me share some areas that we're going to use the $322,000 to make a difference. I told you during the Legacy Series, not knowing the amount of money that would come in, is that we wanted to give 10% of the Legacy offering to Israel. To Israel. Can I get an amen if that affirms your heart? The Bible talks about you bless Israel, God will bless you. Now, we're not giving to be blessed. We're already blessed. This isn't a prosperity gospel. But at the same time, when we align with God's word, God does bless us and he takes care of us. So uh, we started vetting ministries in Israel and the team presented me with a few options. And it felt right that Go Church would partner with Operation Mobilization on our Israel initiative. That means we're going to give 10% of this offering to Operation Mobilization or OM. And so their uh, executive director of church engagement is here today. And I'd like for you at all of our campuses to put your hands together. Welcome to the stage, David McBride. Come on. My friend. Come on. You know, these guys, anytime we bring them on stage, they're always smiling because they know there's a check coming. Come on, somebody. And that's fine. David, take just a moment. First of all, I'm glad you're here. Take just a couple of minutes. Uh, tell, tell the Go Church family a little bit about OM and then what level of impact this type of money is going to make a difference in Israel, and maybe even share that story about Carlo. Thank you. Well, I, uh, I will not be able to tell very much, but I have a magazine with a few of the stories of what God did previous year. There's another one coming future. But to say thank you so much to all of you for this great gift, my team does not yet know this is coming. Come on. They are going to be off the charts excited. We have been working in the land for over 60 years, sharing the gospel with both Jew and Muslim, because the two will be, become one man in Jesus. And I'll tell a story about how the sharing of the gospel from one community to the other makes difference and brings peace, because you know Israel needs peace, right? Yes. yes. What's the best way for peace to come to Israel? is for them to get the best gift, which is Jesus Christ. Amen. So Carlo was a guy sharing in, uh, among Muslims. He came to Jerusalem, and as he's in the park, he notices an Orthodox religious Jewish guy over there. Somehow their eyes catch each other, and Carlo and him begin this conversation, and Carlo immediately begins telling him about Jesus, Yeshua, which means salvation. And Carlo is continuing on, but this guy keeps saying, Yaron, I'm, none of these are real names. Yaron says, I don't believe in Jesus. I don't believe what you're saying, but keep talking. So he keeps talking. Come on. And the guy goes on, he says, I, I don't believe what you're saying, but every time you say Jesus, my heart jumps. There's something going on. And Carlo gets him to say, hey, I'm going to pray for you. Praise for him and praise in Jesus' name. We don't normally do that in Jewish ministry work, in that direct. But he said to him, okay, I feel Jesus jumping here. He says, now, Carlo says, Yoron, you can ask Jesus to reveal himself whether he's true or not. You pray. So he says, I think I can do that. And he begins to pray. And he prays and says in Jesus' name Come on. and stops. And he says, my heart jumps when I say the name of Jesus. That was six years ago. 
For five years, that contact was lost. Last year, about this time, Carlo and Yaron meet again. And, and Carlo is bringing up, again, Jesus. And Yaron says, again, my heart jumps. I, in five years, have not been able to go forward with Jesus, because I'm not sure who he really is, but I have not been able to go forward with my faith in Judaism. In the process, in the past year, they're, in the, they're on the road, and now Yaron, his sister, and his wife is on the way, but they have received Jesus and their followers oh, come on, yeah, through yeah. the witness of a person witnessing for Muslims. Come on, that is awesome. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, David, oh, thank you. David spent uh, six years as the field director in Israel. And come to find out about OM, Operation Mobilization, their USA headquarters is in Tyrone, Georgia, just 15 minutes from here. So look at God. And I'll just say this to you. I'm going to pray for you here in a moment. But there is power in the name Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus. So here's what I want every campus to do. If you're physically able, would you stand with me? And I want to present to you an OM. Uh, they'll bring this big check out here on behalf of Go Church and the Legacy Offering. We want to present a check to you and the ministry uh, for, how about this, $32,251. Come on. Let's go. All right, stretch your hands this direction. Father, I thank you for OM. I thank you for their ministry. I thank you for this man of God. May the whole world know who Jesus is. And may the saving grace of Jesus Christ move in the nation of Israel. I thank you, Father, for uh, nonprofits like OM that, that are able to do what, what maybe we can't do on our own. And so a legacy partnership allows us to, to fund part of their vision and also allows us to see fruit that will remain. So I speak favor, I speak protection, I speak blessing over Operation Mobilization, and I thank you, Jesus, for the generosity of the Go Church family. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Come on, one more time, church, thank you. Come on. All right, we gotta move quick. You, you wanna continue to be inspired? So God is moving in the nation of Belize, and, and I, I, I know that you remember last year, being a part of Go Church, we launched our first ever international Go Church location in the Mukudupali village of India. Well, now in 2023, it's a great honor to share with you that we're launching the first ever Go Church uh, campus in the nation of Belize. And they're already meeting. And so I'm going to show you a, a video. It's like a minute, 15 seconds. Get your tissue. Go ahead. I ain't lying. Get your tissue. Check out this video about what God is doing in Go Church in the beautiful nation of Belize. that you have commissioned us que nos has to go into the world que al mundo, making, making disciples of all nations de todas las Father God with that same unction y en esa misma unción, I commission each and every person to go into their community to go into their schools to go into the marketplace
JC and Go Church. We're so honored and excited to be planting the first Go Church in the nation of Belize with Pastor Jose and his wife Sandra. Así que vamos, Iglesia. Vamos, let's go. Come on. Uh, we're going to be taking a missions trip to, to Belize this year. So if you'd like to go and visit that campus, uh, please make sure you get information on that. And, and some of you may want to move to Belize and be a part of that campus. So let's go. Come on. All right, let me give you another thing here. And I'll preface it with this. Our team worked really, really hard with the due diligence and meetings to try to get us all the way to 100% with what I'm about to share with you. Truth be told, we're, we're at about 85% right now. However, I felt like we're far enough along in the process here with this announcement that I would rather tell you now and let's trust God with the remaining 15% than to come back later and, and try to explain why I withheld the information on Vision Sunday. Does that make sense? So right now we have Go Church on the south side of Atlanta. We have Go Church on the west side of Atlanta. Uh, we have Go Church in Montgomery County, Maryland. Uh, in partnership with City of Refuge and Bruce Deal, who is a tremendous legacy partner. In 2023, we have the opportunity to launch our fourth campus in Baltimore, Maryland. Come on, isn't that awesome? So, I want to tell you now, because we have a couple more meetings, and I think that this is going to move pretty quickly, and then we'll be putting together the opportunity uh, to expand the scope of ministry of Go Church uh, into Maryland and I'd love to tell you more about all of that. We'll have this conversation again at a later date. But it's really, really exciting about what God is doing in Maryland and here in Atlanta through the ministry of Go Church and internationally. Again, you're part of a church that has big vision. Come on. So I'll give you more info about this. And in Jesus' name, your perfect will be done. Nothing more, nothing less. Can you say amen? Okay. When we first started Go Church, uh, I always wanted to, to start a school of ministry. True story. And initially, we had called it Go University. Well, because of the accreditation process, uh, the phrase college or university just was very expensive and also limiting. Uh, we've got a great partnership, though, with Lee University, which is my alma mater, and a number of you went to Lee University. A lot of our staff went to Lee University. I'll give you more information this year, but in 2023, watch this. This is awesome, by the way. We're launching the Go Church School of Ministry and Theology. This is fantastic. Now, this would, be, this would be for those of you that have a desire to pursue full-time ministry or bivocational ministry, or for those of you that are looking for additional education in theology. So our partnership with Lee University, uh, I've been to the campus a couple times in conversation. Uh, all, all of the theology professors have been to our campus here in the last couple of months. I'm actually teaching chapel at Lee University on Valentine's Day. We've got a great partnership with Lee. Uh, this, this school of ministry will be taught by theology professors from Lee University. You'll get certificates of completion for every course that you take. And if you desire for a full four-year degree from Lee University, all of the credits that you take from the Go Church School of Ministry and Theology will apply towards your academic achievements at the university. Does that make sense? So this is huge. Now, I'll also tell you this, that on Legacy Sunday, I shared with you that in honor of, of Pastor Alan Matura, as a matter of fact, Bishop, I want you to stand up real quick. Now, even better, I want you to come stand right here with me. I'm the, I'm the pastor. I get to call the shots. Come on, somebody. Bishop, I want you to come stand right here. 33 years of faithful ministry to this congregation. 
preaching next Sunday to kick off the God of Miracles series. And uh, I, I, I say this about you, and I mean this wholeheartedly. You know, if Jesus were alive today choosing disciples, he'd pick you. I am kind, you're right, but it's true. You're a good man, a good man. So in honor of Pastor Allen, we're creating an endowment scholarship for anyone that's interested in participating in the Go Church School of Ministry and Theology. We're calling it the Allen Matura Ministry Scholarship, just to honor you and to thank God for you. So would you let this man know? Come on. Thank you. That's a pleasant surprise. I love you. Thank you. I love you so much. I love you too. Okay, so... A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Okay, but you got five more minutes? Yeah, we, that didn't sound too encouraging. <laughs> a lot of can't take no more. Save the date for this. All right, save the date for this because I've got so much more in my heart, a lot more in my heart, and I can't tell you all of it in Vision Sunday, okay? So it's the, we're going to have a legacy dessert reception right here at our broadcast campus. Any of our campuses can participate and attend, but we're going to host it right here on March the 16th at 6.30, okay? Uh, we can't provide childcare. This is an open invitation. You don't have to RSVP. Uh, maybe you're like, what is this about? If you just want free dessert, come out. How's that? You, just, you want something free, come out, have some dessert, have some coffee. And then you give me an hour, and I can share with you more about legacy, the direction it has been going, where we want to take it, how that looks with your generosity and faithfulness, uh, the future of Go Church. So again, 6.30, on March the 16th, we're going to have a legacy dessert reception. If you could provide child care for your children, this is kind of an adult conversation and meeting, but I'd love for you to come out. I'm sure the room will be full. It'll be a great night, okay? Hey, can we just pause right here and just thank God for all of his goodness? Come on, let's go. All right. Let's go back to our verse. This is where I want to encourage you with fresh vision for your life. Where there is no vision, people perish. The same verse through the message translation says it this way, that if people can't see what God is doing, all I wanted to do on a Vision Sunday is show you what God is doing. But if you can't see what God is doing, you stumble all over yourselves because you don't have clear vision, you don't have the ability to see. But when you attend to what He reveals, and how many of you know that God is a God of revelation? God does want to reveal things. He wants to show you things because it strengthens our faith, then they are most blessed. And I'm not asking you, you know, to respond in a way that you don't feel. But I'm most blessed today by seeing all that God is doing. So let's talk about vision for your life. I shared with you that I, I flew to the, the Philippines uh, and then had to come back early to be with my family for what we walked through. On the way to the Philippines, we had a medical emergency. And it took us 62 hours to get to the Philippines. Two things that you need to know about your pastor. Number one... I just choose joy. Come on. Was I frustrated? Yeah. Did I want to yell? Yeah. But did I choose joy? Mostly. And so, like, I just want to tell you about that. Secondly, me and another pastor, Pastor Jeremy Isaacs, who you know, uh, he's a part of our teaching team, we saved a lady's life on that flight. Come on, somebody. We earned our Delta wings. I don't want to brag, but bring the wings out. No, I'm just kidding. But while I'm on the flight, 62 hours to get to the Philippines. It should have only taken about 22 hours. And then, of course, coming back early. I spent a lot of time in airports. A lot, I spent more time in South Korea than I ever, ever intended. I saw that, that balloon where it was floating from. <laughs> but anyway, 
I really process vision, and, and the Lord kind of just gave me this thought here. When, when you don't have vision, you become disoriented. So when, when you don't have purpose for your life, when you don't have destiny for your life, when you don't have meaning for your life, you walk aimlessly. You become disoriented. Do you, ever, do you ever get up in the middle of the night and you can't really see and you're disoriented? And what do you do? You stumble all over yourselves? Or some of you pee all over yourself? Come on. <laughs> you, you're disoriented. Or, or with no vision, you become dysfunctional. You, you can't function to the way that God desired for you to function because you've got no real vision or you become depressed. So what fresh vision does, it's the counter to those things. Fresh vision gives you direction. Every day you wake up, you know purpose. And now, and now you can live within the guardrails of the, of, of, of the purpose of God. I, I say it like this a lot, and I talk to my son Lapeland a lot about this. Ephesians 4, live worthy of the calling in which you have received. So I've got fresh vision and purpose for my life. So I've got direction. And now, now I've become incredibly disciplined. So I don't do things just to do them, but I do them with, with intentionality and discipline and, and thought because it's, it's pushing me towards my destiny and my purpose and the calling that's, that's on my life. And then watch, and then it will give you drive. I'm not making this up either. This is, this is factual that research says the fastest way for someone to get out of depression is to get fresh vision for their life. And some of us, we're, we're wrestling with depression and anxiety, and we feel defeat and discouraged, the fastest way to overcome that, of course, now, in our context, it's all about Jesus, all right? So, so you get Jesus, you get fresh vision, and that drives you out of the dark places, and it drives you towards purpose and meaning. Can I get an amen? So how, how, we, how we align that here at Go Church, the vision is to love people to life. The mission is a three-tier model. We gather together, grow in purpose, we go make a difference. Now, our, our heart at Go Church is, is well, we want to get you to heaven, and we can't do that. You've got to work out your own salvation, but I want you to live in eternity with God. But while you're alive, I want you to gather together because there's power in that, grow in, grow in God, grow in purpose, and then go make a difference. Each of you got a calling. God's got a plan, and we want to come alongside of you to help you discover that. So in just a few moments, let's look at all three. Because this is where I hope to encourage you and inspire you with fresh vision for your life. Why do we talk about gathering together? Well, the Bible talks about how we're not created to live in isolation. This is why the pandemic was so hard. Because we were quarantined. We were in isolation. And for a short period of time, that was necessary and healthy. And I'm talking about necessary for our soul to just kind of get out of the unhealthy rhythms we were in. But after a while, we were overwhelmed with anxiety and depression because it's not good for man to be alone. If you, if you look all through the Bible, uh, Scripture refers to those who are in the faith, like the sons and daughters in the faith, refers to us as sheep. Now, I always wanted, like, can't you call me a lion? Give me a lion and call you a sheep. Why? Well, sheep are pretty reckless. And they're, they're pretty dumb. And let's be honest. How many of you now, you resonate with this sermon? You're like, well, yeah. Sheep, sheep don't always make good decisions. A lot of sheep make bad decisions. That is funny. I don't care who you are, where you're from, how old you are. You're trying not to laugh, but you can't help yourself. Yeah. And the first gathering voted that I could tell that joke all day. So take that. Bad. 
The Bible talks about how when one sheep gets away from the herd, some of y'all still left. One sheep gets away from the herd. What does a good shepherd do? Leaves the 99 to go after the one. Why? Because when a sheep is, is disconnected from the herd, they're defenseless. What's a, what's a sheep's defense mechanism? I don't know. They ain't no special skill. But when they, when they come together in a pack, does that make sense? So the Bible says it like this, where two or three gather together in my name, I'll be there in the midst. I'll be with them. That's why language to me is really important because words create worlds. That's why I don't, we don't call Sundays a service here. It's a gathering. It's where all the sheep, right, we come together and we lift up Christ and he shows up. And if it's not about him, then it's nothing more than a social gathering. But when Jesus shows up, transformational power shows up with him. Well, let me give you a couple st- uh, just thoughts, research backed up by statistics about gathering together. Gallup recently did a poll within the last three months that says weekly churchgoers have more mental health, better mental health than non-churchgoers. That's powerful. That simply gathering together does something to our, our mind, our emotions, our heart. Love the Lord with your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Harvard one of the professors, Tyler Vanderwill, in his research, again, this was done like November of 2022, he talked about the importance of, of, of religious attendance, church attendance, and, and teenagers. He says, regular church attendance helps shield children from the big three dangers of adolescence, depression, substance abuse, and premature sexual activity. Parents, grandparents, make church a priority. I know you're busy. I get it. I know life is busy, but I don't want you to be in a church gathering at Go Church so that we can brag about how many people we had. No, this is about you being a part of the family of God, the body of Christ, in an environment where there's corporate worship, corporate prayer, where Jesus is lifted up. There's something about being together. When, when, when the, the sheep, the flock come back together, man, there's power in that. Okay, so gather together, then grow in purpose. It's our heart to help you discover your purpose. I say it like this. God didn't create you and then give you a purpose. God had a purpose, so he created you. Does that make sense? God didn't create Bob and then give him an assignment. No, God had a job for Bob. Does that make sense? God had a job for you, an assignment for you, And so he created you for that purpose. Mark Twain says it like this, the two most important days of your life, the day you're born and then the day you find out why. Do you know why you're alive? And some of you, let me me look at the cameras here. I could talk to everybody, but some of you, especially at the west side, the enemy has been hard after you. Why? Because there's great purpose for your life. And the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy And he's coming not only after your soul, but after your calling, after your assignment. Does that make sense? I I love this verse, especially under the context of what we're talking about. Acts 20. My life is worth nothing to me unless I use it for finishing the work assigned to me. Do you know that you've got an assignment for your life? And every single one of us are called to the ministry. Whether the assignment for your life is a school teacher, a janitor, a lawyer, 
a government official, a school bus driver, it doesn't matter, hospital worker, military career, and, 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 you own a gym, it doesn't matter. Run a nonprofit, or you work, you work in, 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 in the, the fast food restaurant. All, all of us are called into the ministry. God gives you an assignment. We want you to know your assignment. Why are you alive? Now, ultimately, it all points towards the work of telling the good news about the wonderful grace of God. So here's what we've created. It's, it's move track, and we try to preach this to you. And a lot of people completed move track in 2022. I want to see this number go up because here we're going to help you understand the gospel, step one. We're going to give you the spiritual disciplines, step two. We'll help you discover your purpose, step three. And then we'll show you what it means to be a part of this wonderful family here at Go Church. Another way that I really firmly believe that you can grow in your purpose is by getting in a small group. And at every campus, small groups officially launch today. And you're looking at about uh, 11, 12-week small group semester. Committing to these small groups where you can be discipled and held accountable so that you can grow in God and grow in your purpose. So on your way out today, sign up for a group or make sure you go to the app or the website to check out all the groups. And listen, the first few weeks of small groups, visit around. Check out a few groups until you find the group that you like, all right? So if you go to a group and it doesn't vibe with you, go to another group the next week. Nobody's, nobody's going to be, we're not going to be upset. We'll be proud of that. But there is a group for every person in every single season of life, all right? I'll show you. This is actually this verse or these two verses is where we get our name, Go Church. I'll only read verse 19 just because of time. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. A part of growing in your purpose is being discipled. And that's a huge heart here at Go Church is to disciple you so that you can discover why you are alive. What is the assignment for your life so that you can point everybody towards Jesus? Can you say amen right there? Come on. All right. And then go make a difference. This is to my Father's glory, John 8 says, my Father's glory that you may bear much fruit. That's the heart of all of it, bear much fruit. So showing yourselves rather to be my disciples, I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. You know, everything the world offers is counterfeit to God. So real joy, final thoughts here, real joy is not found in the amount of money you have, the car you drive, the home you live in, the clothes you wear. Nothing wrong with those things in the right priority, but it's not what you have, it's why you have it. Why do you have those things? Why do you desire those things? And here, we get the real recipe for joy, and that's giving your life to serve others. Uh, we always say it like this, saved people serve people. And at Go Church, we call it the Go Team. There are over a dozen different areas of ministry that you can serve. And right now, what's the, the real-time number? of sir, uh, 607 people are currently serving in some ministry here at Go Church. Get on a Go Team. Use your gifts. Use your talents. Use your, use your abilities. Use your giftings to advance the kingdom of God through the local church. You get fresh vision for your life, and it'll change how you feel when you wake up in the morning change how you feel in the middle of your day because I'm living my life on purpose and for purpose. Are you inspired today? Come on, in Jesus' name. All right. On Vision Sunday, I like to take communion with the church family. This is how we'll transition here in just a moment just by taking communion. 
Um, communion is specific to those that are in the faith that have said yes to Jesus. If, if you're unsure about your faith or unsure about your relationship with God, before you participate, make sure your heart is right. It's the greatest next step you can take is giving your heart to Jesus. But communion is simply community and unity. Communion. Us coming in alignment with the vision of the house and what God is doing here. And as you're preparing your elements, I feel emotional for a lot of reasons. But it is the highest honor to be your pastor. It is the joy of my life. And you're the reason I get up every day. You're the vision for my heart. And I love you. On the night that Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread, representing his body. He broke it, and maybe you want to do that. He blessed it, and he said, this is my body, which is broken for you. Every time you eat of it, do it in remembrance of me. Lord, we remember what you did on the cross at Calvary, and we take and eat in the presence of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Taking the wine from the middle of the table, he said to the disciples, this is a new covenant between God and his people. The old covenant was the sacrificing of animals and sprinkling their blood for the forgiveness of sin. The problem with that approach was is that the blood of an animal can only cover up the stain of sin. But God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him would not perish but have everlasting eternal life. So God sent a spotless lamb and the blood of Jesus doesn't cover up the stain of sin. No, the blood of Jesus washes us clean, white as snow. He said, take and drink and let's do that together in the presence of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. If you'll just place your cup down and they'll give you closing instructions in a minute. Lord, you're so faithful. You're so good. Thank you for what you did on that cross. We give you all the glory and all the honor. And the whole church said, amen. Can we applaud the King of kings, the Lord of lords?